Question, are you concerned about Jared Walsh? Some fans are, some fans aren't. Well, today on the show, we're going to give you one reason to be concerned and three reasons why you shouldn't be concerned about Jared Walsh. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. It helps others find the show. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're one of 3,000 people. Subscribe to the show and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Thanks for being here with us for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. And on that note, we are going Monday, Wednesday, Friday until pitchers and catchers report. So your team... Almost every day, I guess. But you know what? We're here <laughs> yeah. for you uh, through the off season, regardless, because we're happy to be here. We are the Frisch Brothers. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Super Halo Bros here in the house with you, and we're excited about today's conversation regarding Jared Walsh, good old Walshy. Every time he hits a home run, I like to call him Walshomania, running wild. <laughs> and uh, it's important that we have this conversation, Mike, because. There's a lot of concern a little bit around Jared Walsh. Is he going to be ready for 2023? Is there any, going to be any issues coming into the next season? So today we're going to give you one reason to be concerned and three reasons why you shouldn't be. But Mike, first, let's recap where we stand with Jared Walsh and his stats and kind of the latest news that we have about him. John, let's take you back to the 2020 season. Nobody oh. wants to relive that season no. or that year. No. But let me take you back because there was a pleasant surprise, a a highlight that year, and that was Jared Walsh. Mm-hmm. He came out of nowhere, played 32 games, had 108 plate appearances. Johnny, he had nine home runs and 26 RBIs yeah. that season. Yeah. And I remember when he was hitting the ball really hard it was one of those moments for angel fans where we were like is this guy legit or not is he just up against really terrible pitching is it because of covid there's only 60 games right you saw the 290 average his 324 on base percentage he had a 646 slugging percentage johnny had a 971 ops that season And he was in a season and in a year that was really terrible that we weren't excited about. Walsh was a pleasant surprise in 2020. And I think a lot of people felt like, well, he was just kind of filler Hmm. for this season. He was somebody that needed to fill in because the Angels needed him to step up. But then 2021 arrived, Johnny, and Walshy became an all-star that year. Tell us his numbers from that season. Yeah, in 2021, he hit 277, had a 340 on base percentage, 509 slugging, and an 850 OPS, so about 50 points higher than average. 800 is about where you want to see a player sit, like a good player. And here's the thing. They gave Walshy... Pujols' job at first base. They wanted him at first base. They tried him out in some right field. And, you know, he could play there, but really Perry Manassian was like, nope, this guy is the first baseman of the future. We're lucky to have him. Finally got away from the two-way thing. He was doing that for a little while. He actually did some of that in 2019 for the Angels. But that 2020 breakout led to a 2021 season where he got the full-time job. So he had 144 games, 
585 plate appearances, 29 home runs, one of which was a grand slam off a of Roldis mm-hmm. Chapman yes. after a rain delay. And the Angels came all the way back, just like uh, Darren Sutton <laughs> said. And he had 98 RBIs. Mike, he was also an all-star that yep. season. He had the game-saving catch for the American League in left field where he had never right. played in right. the majors. Yeah. <laughs> and he had made the team as a, you know, a fill-in. Uh, along with like Matt Olson from the A's in terms of first baseman. Then he got used in left field. And so we had high hopes for him, especially considering the fact that he was a 39th round pick. And the drafts don't even go that far anymore. There's no more 39th round. And so Jared Walsh really came out of his uh, shell in 2021 and proved to us that he is an all-star caliber player, somebody that we needed, especially when you lost Mike Trout and you lost Anthony Rendon. Walsh really stepped up in 2021. In 2022, last season, he really struggled, and people noticed that he really struggled. And he started the season off not fantastic, but I think that there was this hope that he's going to put it together and he's going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. But his line was really tough last season, 215 269, 374, 642. Mm -hmm. And he only played in 118 games and had 454 plate appearances. And then we learned that Walsh had a thoracic outlet syndrome. (laughs) Say, you want me to read that one for you? (laughs) (laughs) How'd I do? Did I do okay? Thoracic Um, outlet syndrome. Yeah. He and he had to have surgery to correct it. And surgery was successful. There was a lot of questions as to how long he'd been battling this because. Mm We've seen him struggle, and you and I talked on this show about, hey, maybe that's why he's struggling, yeah. because we did a, a quick deep dive, good old Wikipedia and Google, right, and and discovered that this injury can affect a lot of what a baseball player has to do on mm-hmm. the field and at the plate. Uh, while she said, and you mentioned this, uh, while she said that the injury occurred a few years ago, but worsened last season, and he thinks that he really started to injure himself when he was experimenting as a pitcher mm-hmm. in 2019. And he said it caused a lot of tightness in his neck and his left shoulder. Ooh. And something that we've talked about and that we discovered through all of the reports on his surgery, he had to have a rib removed. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, the guy went through a, a major surgery, but here's the good news. He's expected to be back and ready to go for spring training. That's what Perry Manassian has said. That's what Jay Walsh has said. And so I'm I'm excited about that, and I think that it's been a topic of discussion for Angel fans this offseason because we weren't sure where he is, and and is he going to be healthy or is he going to struggle? Like that was the tension, which is why names like Jose Abreu came up for the Angels. You brought up that name, and then there was a few other options like, hey, could we maybe make a trade for a first baseman? But Johnny, how great would it be to have a healthy, productive Jared Walsh in this lineup in 2023? Yeah, if he can get back to who he was in 21, I think that it only adds to the potential of this team. And you've got pop all over the uh, the roster with Trout, who can hit you know 40-plus home runs, Shohei, who could hit, hit 40 home runs, Taylor Ward might be a 25-home run guy. Hunter Renfro almost hit 30. Jared Walsh almost hit 30 and 21. So give him a full season to do his thing. I think, Mike, that by all accounts, I'm I'm excited to hear that he's going to be better. Look, I'm wearing the, uh, if you're listening on the audio side, you can see on the video side, I'm wearing the uh, uh, City Connect hat because yep. Jared Walsh hit for the cycle on the first day of the City Connect. So there was a point where he was still being very productive. 
but the right. injury just came calling for him and it was time to call it and say, all right, I got to deal with this. I got to take care of this. To have him back in this lineup, especially with depth that the Angels have added, you can you can do the platoon thing so that Jared Walsh is not always facing lefties, which he has struggled against. Actually, to start 22, he had reverse splits, which was kind of funny, but, yeah. but historically he's struggled against left-handed pitching. And then you have guys like Drury and Urshela who could fill in for him at first base or or swap in and out. You can move Walsh to the outfield. So really just having him as a uh, a, a diversifiable player, somebody who can Ooh. play all over the infield. I don't think that's a that's real a ten, word, by the way. That was a $10 word if it was a real <laughs> well, word. Well, <laughs> I bought it with a lotto <laughs> ticket. But anyway, I, the, the fact that he is versatile. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Versatile. He can play all over the field. He can play the outfield, the infield, to have his bat back in this lineup. And you and I kind of did a lineup a few episodes ago. I think somebody asked it for a mailbag question, like, what's your lineup look like? Yeah. I think both of us kind of put Jared Walsh seventh, sixth, yeah. where traditionally he's probably fifth or sixth. So you really expand this lineup because of the depth that the Angels have now. And so to have his power bat maybe a little bit lower in the lineup kind of ups that OPS that the Angels struggled with oh so badly in the uh, six through nine uh, parts of the lineup. So it really makes a huge change for Jared Walsh to be back in 2023. What say you? I look forward to having him back because... I've mentioned this multiple times, and Angel fans have agreed with me. He's our Wally Joyner. He's mm. our JT Snow. Mm-hmm. He's got this. He's got this excitement about him. And if you look at his splits from last year, Johnny actually didn't have too rough of a first half. Mm. It was when that injury was really hurting him yeah. when he really slowed down, and it was when that losing streak took place. And then he was, I think it was July when everything kind of fell apart. He fell apart, mm-hmm. and we were wondering what's up with him. And then when we found out that he had this issue in his back and in his rib, it made sense. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to having him back, not just offensively. I think what we saw early on in the season last year, and I know we're hanging on to this wishbone, but I'm going to keep hanging on to it. What we saw offens- uh, offensively last year in the first half of the season, first, what, 44 games, is the team that I think that we're going to see this next season. And while she played a big part in that, but let's not forget his defense. He is yeah, so great huge. at first base. And having Mike Ford over there helped us to understand how great Jared Walsh is at first base mm-hmm. with his scoop and his ballet moves and his his you know yoga stretches over there. <laughs> I mean the guy is fantastic and and he is going to really benefit this defense and and it's another reason why I think Manassian went and got a guy like Brandon Drury and Gio Urshela and maybe not a strong defensive shortstop or third baseman or second Mm. baseman because when you have a Jared Walsh at first he makes your infield that much better and so I'm thrilled to have him back I'm believing the hype I'm believing the reports that he is okay and I'm glad that we didn't go and get somebody to play first base because I think that Walshy is going to be the first baseman this year and the first baseman of the future. Hey, so we did a little recap of Jared Walsh and coming up on Lockdown Angels, we're going to share with you the numbers that indicate Jared Walsh will be the Walsh of old in 2023 and we'll give you one reason why you should be concerned and three reasons why you should not be concerned. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to the college bowl season, which is 
incredible, by the way. Do they play defense in college football anymore? I'm not sure. Uh, you can also get stats on the basketball season. They've got you covered at betonline.net. And if you want to do a deep dive, they've got sports podcasts all about betting, and you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. You can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. And for your second listen, you got to check out Locked On MLB Prospects with host Lindsey Crosby, our good friend and buddy. He's a tremendous host and a prospect encyclopedia. And if you want to go deeper into your knowledge of minor leaguers for your team or any of the other teams, maybe you're thinking about some trade candidates and you want to know who's out there, Lindsey has it all on Locked On MLB Prospects. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, when we talk about Jared Walsh, there's a lot of good that we can talk about, but we need to also focus on some of the concerns. And so we're going to give you one reason to be concerned in this segment. And there are two stats that really catch your attention when Mm. you look at Jared Walsh, when you do a, a deep dive. Here's what we noticed about Jared Walsh last year and Angel fans noticed. His production last year, it really dropped off. And We think perhaps it was heavily influenced by the injury, Mm -hmm. but the two stats that we're going to share are the reason why you should be concerned. The first stat that's really concerning is his strikeout rate, Johnny. Mm -hmm. In 2022, it spiked to Mm 30.4%. Now, the average player is around 20%, which is where Walshie was the last two seasons. In 2020, he was 13.9, and then a full season in 2021, he was 26%. And so again, he was a around the league average in those seasons, but last year it jumped to 30%. And again, it probably has to do with that injury. We'll talk about that in a minute, but that's a stat that is very concerning. He's striking out a whole lot, and in a lineup where you have guys that are going to get on base, like Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and Anthony Rendon, you need to make contact. Contact Mm. is king in this lineup because that's moving runners over, that's hitting a sacrifice fly and this strikeout rate is a reason to be concerned alone it's not a reason to be concerned I think the stat that you're about to share John when you put those two together that's what makes us concerned about what Jared Walsh will be next season yeah it's like a it's a it's a deadly combination of fire marshal bill right a deadly combination Uh, (laughs) second is is the fact that his walk rate dipped to 5.9 percent uh, in 2022. And here's the thing. It was 8.2% in 2021. So he had 48 total walks in 585 plate appearances. In 2022, he had 27 walks in 454 plate appearances. So yeah. you can see how the rate at which he was walking was sort of declining last season. And together, I think those two stats uh, really kind of give you a little bit of cause for concern if you were to take those together. But these are actually really a reflection of two other stats. The the mm-hmm. rate of his homers per fly ball and general power production, each of those stats fell off dramatically. And so I think the big question here, Mike, is was this a case of Jared Walsh being affected by his injury or is the league catching up to him and figuring him out at the plate? What do you think? I think that this is a reflection of his injury because in 2020 and 2021, he was really consistent. And quite honestly, those numbers are going to catch your eye, but they're not a dramatic change 
from where he was the last two seasons, which is why I think it's the injury. Mm-hmm. And he started the year off with his numbers actually matching up to what he's done in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then when he fell off the cliff, that's when everything essentially fell off the cliff for him. And it was around the time that they began to talk about this injury. And so I I understand why people are like, "Mm, man, is this guy going to hit for us? And is he going to be someone we can count on and why we've considered other first basemen? I'm of the opinion that it was the injury that really affected the way that he was swinging the bat and and maybe perhaps he he's swinging at pitches he normally wouldn't swing at if you're not getting full movement in your back because you've got this issue like that is going to affect how you're going to swing the bat too because if you've been a baseball fan for a long time you know that the path to the ball from the bat is it has to be consistent it has to be clean look at like Mike Trout for example Mm -hmm. or if you if you follow driveline on Twitter they show a, a really great like way to swing. In fact, Joe Adele was just on there mm-hmm. yesterday and and his path to the ball looks completely different, which that's a whole other conversation, but that's yes. exciting. The the bat to the ball needs to be consistent every single time. And because of this injury, it really caused Walshie to have to adjust and he's cringing when he's swinging and you can tell that he's hurting. And so that's why I think it's the injury. What do you think, John? I think it's a little bit of both. Honestly, I think that the league has learned that Jared Walsh is a power threat and that they need to be a little bit more careful about how they pitch to him. They're going to give him that slider away if he's a lefty or if he's facing a lefty and he's going to he's going to chase it. And that way it reminded me a lot of uh the days of Josh Hamilton batting left for us and going after those sliders away. They got him it felt like every single time Josh Hamilton got a slider away, he would chase it. Sweet. And I honestly think that this injury caused Jared Walsh to press a little bit more because you're trying to figure out what's wrong with you. You're fighting through the pain. You're trying to swing and, and produce the way that you were before. And you're seeing your numbers and you're seeing your results and they're not what they were last year. And so you're going to try a little bit harder, but your body's fighting against you. I think all of that caught up with Jared Walsh by the time he went on the injured list. And it's great that he had the surgery. And, and that speaks to two things. It speaks to him pressing through this injury and Mike Trout, who also pressed through his back injury. We say all the time, man, these guys are taking days off and they're injured and yada, yada, yada. But the thing is, is when they do press through an injury, you see Mike Trout struggle like he did during the losing streak. You see Jared Wall struggle like he did during that losing streak. These guys are pressing and they're trying to get through their injuries and while it's it's gutsy and we admire them for that, there comes a point where you have to realize, man, I think I got to take care of this issue. I got to take care of this injury. So to me, Mike, I think it's both. I think it's two things. I think it's that the league understands who Jared Walsh is now as opposed to 21 when he was still kind of new on the scene. I mean, the league only played within the, you know, for example, the Angels played the AL West and the NL West in 2020. So not a lot of people from other teams saw the Angels in 2020. And so then we go into 21 with knowing what we know as Angel fans about Jared Walsh, but other teams might not have known that. And he really had a breakout year in 21. So I think that the league has started to figure him out a little bit more, but I also think he was really pressing through that injury. (music) 
right, we're talking about Jared Walsh, and we've given you his stats, and we've looked at his last three years. We gave you a reason to be concerned, but there are some reasons to not be concerned. And so there's three stats that we want to share with you that help you to, and help us to be confident that Walshy will be back this, this this season. The first stat is exit velocity. It hasn't really changed. I mean, this guy is really hitting the ball hard. In mm-hmm. fact, he hit the ball the hardest in his career last season. So wow. here's his numbers. 2020, he was 88 miles per hour exit velocity, uh, 89.6 in 2021. And then in 2022, he was hitting the ball uh, at a 90 mile an hour exit velocity. Dang. So he was, he was hitting it when he was hitting it hard. He was hitting it and making contact. He was hitting it hard. So I, I think that that's a good stat to look at. And in fact, if you do a deeper dive, you'll find that in the first half of the year, that's where a lot of those numbers came from because while she was feeling good. And then when the injury started to take its effect, that's when things started to change for him. But that's the first stat that helps us to not be as concerned about Jared Walsh. Hey, the second stat is the uh, the Donkey Kong stat, the barreling percentage, <laughs> making strong contact. Uh, in 2020, he had a 12.6% barrel percentage. In 21, he had 11.3%. And in 22, it's 9.5%. So you can see it trickle down a little bit, but it's still sitting around that 10% mark, which is still really good. And he's making strong contact when he does make contact with the ball. The decline in 22, about two points down from the year before, probably has a lot to do with the injury that he was dealing with. How about the third stat, Mike? The third stat is the hard hit contact Mm -hmm. rate. The league average is 35%. While she's always been over it, and in fact, last season, he was way over it, seven point seven and a half points over it. So 2020 was 39%, 2021, 41%, and then 2022, 42.5%. Let's go. And so these stats, I mean, they show us that, that Walsh really hasn't lost the ability to make good contact. Right, when he's, he's making contact. He's been pretty contact. consistent. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, he's, make, he's making contact. He's been consistent over the last few years. I, I really, I get excited when I see these stats because I think that we're going to see our boy come back. Uh, of the stats that we've shared, Johnny, when we look at the K rate and, and walk rate and then these hard hit rates, which one do you think is the most important that we should be paying attention to that could really give us an indication as to who Jared will be this coming season? Well, I'm going to make you cringe right here, but I've done this before. Okay. It's not say All less, right. fam. It's K less, fam. And I want to see Jared Walsh K less, like yes. K less shoe source, except K less. Uh, walk source. There you go. But here's the thing. <laughs> he's, he's got to strike out less. I think that's yeah. really important because I'm not concerned about the walk rate. Yes, it is good to know when to take a walk. Mike, you and I have talked about how, this is funny to say, how frustrating it could be when Mike Trout takes a walk when it's like, bro, we need you to hit. Like, we swing, need you to swing. And, and <laughs> don't get me wrong. Trout's got a great eye at the plate and that's yeah. why he takes walks and pitchers are afraid to toss to him but we really just want to see trout get a hit and drive in some runs and sometimes he comes through with that and other times he takes the walk and then you've got you know whoever's behind him coming up usually shohei which is great because you want to get on base for shohei i say all that because with jared walsh's contact rate and the uh i should say the hard hitting contact rate and the barrel percentage you want to see jared walsh make contact yes it's great for him to identify what pitches to swing at and what not to swing at And therefore, I think if he's striking out less, it's because he's not swinging out of the zone, which also means that the walk rate is going to go up because he's 
not swinging out of the zone. I think his chase rate is the one that needs to come down in my eyes. That K rate needs to come down. By virtue of that, the walk rates will come up because that's the thing about Jared Walsh. He's always trying to make contact. He makes good, hard-hitting contact when he does, and we need him to make contact, especially if he's going to slot in maybe sixth or seventh in this rotation. Do these stats help ease your concerns about Jared Walsh, and is he going to be the Jared that we have come to know uh, over the last three years in 2023. Are we going to go to Jared this season, Mike? I was just going to say that that's what I want. I want the Jared <laughs> that that said, he went to Jared. I want that. I want those calls. This guy is is clutch, man. Mm-hmm. And and I know we've, we've talked about how clutch Trout and Otani and Rendon are, but you need a guy like Jared Walsh on your team that yeah. isn't going to make a lot of noise in the media, but he's going to make a lot of noise on the field. He's going to give you a grand slam against I lefty Aroldis Chapman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want that guy, and and he's just a likable guy. We yeah. did a show earlier last season where we talked about why some players fans hate when they're struggling, <laughs> and why some players fans give a lot of grace you get to. A pass, yeah. And and Walshy is that type of player that when he's struggling, you just like him, mm-hmm. and it's th- and it's because he has went to Jared moments. It's because right. he's out there hustling and he's playing hard and he's fighting through it, and so. I, I just hope that we get a lot of went to Jared moments in 2023 because we need this guy to come through for us on the Angels. I think that he is key to us being successful in making the playoffs. Let's not forget that he went to Jared moment was a walk-off home run against the White Sox to open up 2021, and maybe we'll yep. see more of that in 2023. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, check out the Locked On MLB Prospects show with our friend Lindsey Crosby. He's a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow and his show is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Get at us on Twitter at LockedOnAngels and Twitter and Instagram at SuperHaloBros. We'd love to connect with you there. A shout out to Halo Hangout for sharing a yeah. question that came up during the mailbag about Joe Adele. They wrote a whole article about it. You can find that on their Twitter, Halo Hangout, or we reshared it at Locked On Angels. Hey, Mike, what do we have on deck for Friday's show? Well, I have, I have a personal goal to do a segment where Halo Hangout mentions my name <laughs> and not just uh, hey on Friday's show we're going to talk about why we're okay with an in-house option for the sixth starter that's Friday on Locked On Angels that's going to be fun to say over and over again sixth starter sixth star- how about starter starter number six that's what I'm going to go, go with on Friday <laughs> alright y'all we hope you'll join us again until then my name is John and that's my brother Mike and my name is Mike and that's my brother John thanks for being here with us that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Angels and we'll see you on Friday 